Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Welcome to today's Spotlight, and I do hope that you live your passion and you're inspiring the world. And today's guest is doing just that. All the way from Beverly Hills, California today, I have Sheila Mack joining me on the show. This woman is incredible. I'm going to let her brag about herself first, and then uh, if she doesn't do justice to it, I'm going to add a couple things in there. But Sheila, are you there? I'm here. Thank you, Allison, for having me on the show today. Good morning. Um, (laughs) <laughs> Brag morning. away, brag away. <laughs> well, I've been extremely blessed in my life. So 10 years ago, I was a working mother of six children. Whoa, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Did I hear that right? Did you say <laughs> six children? Yes. So three are mine and three I fostered to adopt. Wow. So we had a nice full house um, and I was running gift stores and investing in small real estate deals. I had this dream to one day help people. Yeah. So if someone were to tell me what I've been accomplishing just in this past month, Mm -hmm. there's no way I would have believed it back then. So this last month, I was able to help with three events where we had speakers such as Jay Abraham, Chris Crone, and Siri Lindy. And I also got to enjoy meditations with Michael Beckwith. Later this month, I attended Tony Robbins' event. I think you were there, too. (laughs) Somewhere. Um, And uh, I also was building my real estate team in Beverly Hills. So over the last 10 years, I also found myself traveling the world with my teenage, at that point, my teenage children. And we attended hundreds of Tony Robbins' events We did leadership training, and we learned so much. I had lessons in spirituality directly from the monks in India and from energetic healers like Donnie Epstein, who who works on Tony. Mm -hmm. I learned wealth strategies from Steve Forbes and directly from President Clinton in the same room. I got certified in a coaching program by Chloe Madonis, the top expert in psychology today. And I got to bring my daughter to that program. So now she is a psychologist, and she's doing her last years at USC learning how to help young girls. Wow, that's incredible. (laughs) I I think that's like every mother's dream. You know, I'm the mother of four teenagers currently right now, which I absolutely love. People say, oh, I can't believe it. You know, isn't isn't your life crazy, isn't it? And you know what? It's crazy in an amazingly good way. I love being the mother of teenagers. But, you know, I get to bring them with me every now and again. But you've really gotten to travel the world with, with with your teenagers and been able to provide them some amazing opportunities to really launch their life, it sounds like like with your daughter and her program that she's in. So kudos to you. I think that that's a wonderful uh, thing. But here's here's my question, Sheila. So you've been able to be involved uh-huh. in all these events. You've been able to bring your, your six kids with you, your teenagers with you to these different events. How did you go from being a stay-at-home mom, mother of six children, to living your passion, bringing your children with you, traveling the world, going to all these events? What's your story? 
Well, first, let me tell you about um, how I kind of got into all this. So I decided I was going to write a book. And um, with that, um, it came to me because I went through a situation where I hit rock bottom. So let mm-hmm. me tell you who my book's for first. Okay, well, um, and before we is, do that, I want to uh-huh. I want to state the title of your book because this is an amazing title. Um, <laughs> when I heard this, I'm like, okay, this chick is awesome. <laughs> so it is Bootstraps and Bra Straps. So Bootstraps and Bra Straps. And what's your subtitle? The Formula to Go from Rock Bottom Back into Action in Any Situation. Wow, I love that. Because we, you know, <laughs> seriously, we've all hit rock bottom. Um, we've had those tough situations in our lives. So... So it's really from how to go to how to go from rock bottom, how to get out of rock bottom in any situation, bootstraps and bra straps. So yeah, tell us how how you came up with the idea of writing the book. You were at the rock bottom in your life, and what happened? Well, there's so many things that led me here, and what I've learned is that nobody and no obstacle can come between you and your passion and mission in life. Mm. So Allison, you know what? A while back, and it wasn't that long ago, I found myself totally having to start over. Yeah. And I'm sure you've had that feeling before when you're, you're like really happy in your life and everything seems great and then bam, something happens. Yeah. And you find yourself having to start over. Like all the things you've worked for so hard you had to give up absolutely and you know and, that's that's yeah. happened multiple times in my life and I would say you know anybody that's listening has had that happen and if you think to yourself so I've never hit rock bottom uh you're probably wrong <laughs> we, we've all had mm-hmm. these obstacles that we've run up against for sure I can definitely relate to that yeah and you know when I had to start over I thought I really lost my purpose and my passion mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so After a series of these rock-bottom events, and it all happened at once, I had a fire, I had a death in my family, it it had me having to start over. So I found myself living in a very humble cabin in the hills of California, uh, up in Woolsey Canyon, where we had our last fire, Mm -hmm. and just to make ends meet, I had to rent parts of my home out through a vacation rental company. Mm -hmm. And that was really just to survive because I had really lost everything with my other home that burned down. Yeah. So I found myself very frustrated and I really wanted to get back to helping people and living my purpose, but I didn't see any connection to, you know, being stuck in this little, little cabin. So anyway, I felt like everything had been taken away. Right. And then people started showing up out of the woodwork isolated two miles up in a canyon in this little cabin. All the people that were my guests, I realized the majority of them kept telling me they felt inspired and guided to visit my humble, very humble home. And I found with all the trainings and the specific talents I have, Mm -hmm. I was able to really help them. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was just, it shows up. Anyway, so you so, basically were in this isolated uh-huh. cabin in the middle of nowhere, and people couldn't stay away from you. You attracted the kind of people into your life that you could help. Yes, and it was. I mean, I thought here I'm so isolated. How could I possibly do what I feel is is my passion in life? 
So I'll give you a quick example. So there was this mother and a daughter, and they had been in and out of being homeless after they left a a really abusive relative, Mm -hmm. okay? And so when they showed up at my home, the first thing they did is announce that they had really prayed about it and felt guided to stay there. Wow. And then they... They quickly, I mean, like, I didn't ask, you know, I was like, okay, because I had heard this kind of before. Um, Without prompting, they started sharing their situation with me. Mm -hmm. And I was so happy to be able to help them both. I helped the mom to get back on her feet and into the work world. And after a few deep dives with her daughter, she was ready to go and accept. Um, she had received like a scholarship, partial scholarship to Idaho State. But she Which, didn't want by to the leave way, by the way, I just have <laughs> to jump in here. You know, I do because I graduated from Idaho State. So, whoo, whoo, go Bengals. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's, see, isn't that that's such a coincidence? Wow. Mm-hmm. So later, I received a letter from the daughter announcing that she also graduated. And at that moment, I realized that nothing can stop me from living my passion and my life's purpose. Wow. I realized I'd really never stopped helping people. It just didn't fit like the box that I thought it mm-hmm. was going to look like. Yeah, so I just got I the really chills. learned that. Yeah, I just got the chills when you <laughs> said that because I think that that is so true and we forget that. I think sometimes we even impose our, our own limits because we see and we think that there's certain ways that we're supposed to help people or there's certain ways that we feel like we can touch people's lives. And in reality, maybe God has a different plan for us. Maybe, you know, the universe, whoever your your higher power, greater sources, maybe there's a different plan for you. But if you are determined to live your purpose, if you're passionate about it, uh, like you were with helping people, then no situation can stop you from doing that. And you'll find yourself attracting people into your life who you can help and attracting situations into your life. So thank you for sharing that story. So where did the book fit into all of this? What was the what was the moment where you thought, I really need to share what I've learned with the world. I need to share these things because I've got a formula. I've got something that helps people. Where, where, when was that moment for you? Well, over the years, I, I had helped so many, mostly women, in their life, uh, doing some leadership and coaching. Mm -hmm. And I found that even with my own, when I really hit that rock bottom with losing my home and having the death in the family and everything, I realized that I always used the same formula. So that, that was kind of when it, it really hit home that Mm -hmm. it would be a wonderful thing if I share it with other people, and if it helps just one people, then it was worth the time put into sharing that. Yeah. I love so, that you said that. Yeah, Go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, my book, um, let me just tell you who my book is really written for. Mm-hmm. So, my book is w- written for women who've invested their life into a relationship, into their children, or into a career. And now they find they're ready for a beautiful life shift. Mm. They're finding themselves a bit directionless. And my book is for women who've shown up over and over and over again for the people in their lives. And now they really need someone to show up for them. So I show up for them through the book 
And then I've created a community where together we can show up for each other. Yeah, that's so that's so important. You know, I know so many women out there, and I find myself in this category too, where um, I just feel like I've invested so much time into other people. And I think there's those of us too, women or men, that feel like we have this natural ability. Um, some people call it an empath, where we can recognize other people's needs and almost be there and fulfill it for for them. But it's tough playing that role because sometimes you feel like there aren't always people there for you, and when you've invested so much of yourself into a relationship or into your children or into a career and you find yourself stepping out of that, it can be really hard and really painful because you feel like that's part of your identity. You feel like that was your direction and suddenly you find yourself feeling a bit directionless, feeling like what is my purpose? You know, Tony Robbins, you mentioned him before, he talks about one of the the six basic human needs that we all have is the, the contribution, right? We all need to feel like we're contributing in some way, shape, or form. And I think, especially for the women that you're describing, uh, these people that your book is for, those are the people that really value contribution. They feel like they get huge, massive value out of feeling like they're contributing and making a difference in somebody's lives. And so um, I love that you wrote this book for those women and for those people who now need somebody to show up for them, who needs somebody to invest in their life and contribute to them. And you're creating these beautiful support systems for women. So I really appreciate that about you, Sheila. I have another question for you, though. How did you find time to do all this with six children, uh, some of whom are teenagers, three of whom you adopted out of the foster care system? I'm sure there's challenges with that. I, I mean, if there's anybody out there thinking that they want to write a book and they're like, oh, well, I don't have enough time, I'm too busy, uh, <laughs> You know, there's no excuse. If you can do it, anybody can do it. So how did you find the time to do all this? Okay. Well, I mean, you have four children. I (laughs) do. You you probably know a little bit about this because it's like the more children or people you have in your life, the more you learn to be kind of organized Mm -hmm. and you you schedule things out and you prioritize. So, you know, kind of like what is the next one right action I can do in this area or that? And you have to have a a target. Like this time I'm going to focus on the book and then you block that out like it's a vacation or like like it's an appointment with somebody Mm -hmm. because it is. And that's, you know, because I've had to do that for so long, it's just kind of a natural thing. There's no way I could raise six kids and travel and do everything if I wasn't organized. Yeah. Well, I like I like how you said that. Another thing for me, too, that I think makes a big difference is as my kids got older, what I realized was that the thing that was more valuable for them was the quality of time. Um, when, when your kids are younger, when you've got babies or toddlers, obviously they require a large quantity of time and, and they just need that. Um, they need somebody to care for them, to feed them, to help them dress. But as my kids got older, what I realized was is that it was the quality of time and the quality of experiences that I was providing for them. Um, rather than the quantity of time. So did you, did you find that was true as well? I found it's not only is it true, but it's really necessary to grow amazing adults because mm-hmm. as a child gets older, like you're in the teenage years, that's when you get pushback. That's when you start getting a, a, a young adult who's like wants to see 
how much they can control their world. And they need to have experiences where you're not telling them what to do, where they can fall and get back up in, in a teenage way that's still safe and, and guided, but where they have a little bit of space to figure out who they are and who they want to become. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you see these kids that are like smothered, <laughs> it, it, they don't have the same results as, as having that space because we want to grow adults, not children. Yeah. We want, you know, we don't want 35-year-olds living at home with us. I, none of my children live with me. They spend the night. We have slumber parties. We go out. We do fun, amazing things. They're all working and going to school or um, graduated from school. And so I think that that was a big part of it is they always contributed and they were a part of every single business I ran and everything I did so they know how to do those things. Yeah, I love that. And I, I have so much more I could say about that too. One of the biggest mistakes I made when I first became an entrepreneur was I, I tried to leave my kids out of things. I, I tried to play the role of like a stay-at-home mom plus an entrepreneur at the same time. Like I was a secret closet entrepreneur and I felt like I didn't want to <laughs> burden my kids or they couldn't know that I was working. And once I got over that and just started involving my kids and talking to them about what I was doing and the, bringing them places with me, it was such an amazing shift. And, and I, so I, I definitely second that. When we come back, we have more with Sheila Mack. She is the author of the upcoming book, uh, Bootstraps and Bra Straps. She's going to give us some amazing content from that book that can help anybody get out of rock bottom and propel them forward in life. So, Sheila, can't wait to hear those tips. We'll be right back. All right. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Listen for In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt, international media celebrity, supermodel, and renowned beauty and lifestyle expert, as well as founder and CEO of Envelop Her, multimedia platform for women and sought-after inspirational speaker on women's issues. You'll connect with Clarissa's super influencer, celebrity friends, and experts as they speak about health, wealth, beauty, lifestyle, business, the love of giving, and the love of living a model life. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to The Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time at 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guaranteed, it will be the best hour of your week. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. 
Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. All right. Thank you, Matthew Taylor, who just said my dress was very cha-cha. <laughs> Welcome back to Spotlight. <laughs> on break, everybody, I was showing on Facebook Live this new dress that I bought and told this story. And, you know, I want to, Sheila, I want to touch on this really quickly because during break, you were you were sharing a, a tip with our Facebook audience, and that was to really live your truth and your essence because that's when you can shine with love and show up as your best self. But here's a question for you. What would you say to people who have lost their truth or essence who think, gosh, I don't even remember what makes me happy because I've spent so long trying to make other people happy. What would you tell that person? I would tell them to go back in time and think about the happiest moments in their childhood and Mm -hmm. what they were doing and who they were being and how it was just that flow state And I know you're very intuitive also, so it was that intuitive just like your home Mm -hmm. and you're just doing you. And you think about it and everybody has a picture of, okay, I played baseball well or I, you know, I cooked these amazing meals for my family or I I used to get up. I mean, I can only imagine you probably got up on the speaker or (laughs) pretended you were doing a radio show or something. And so when you go back Mm -hmm. to those moments where you're just like you jumped out of bed and you ran to go do this thing that you love. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that will guide you back to your true essence. Wow. I love that. So one of my favorite things to do, Sheila, was to play mermaids with my friend. So you're telling me I should pretend I'm a mermaid <laughs> now? <laughs> I, I did. I did love to speak and talk. I also did love to play mermaids. And it's interesting because I've kind of found that play again uh, being older. It was it was so beautiful. And, and I think it is remembering what brings you joy. I was at a Cracker Barrel with a friend last week and saw this beautiful snow globe with this mermaid inside. And it had all these sparkles around it. And it was changing colors. And it just brought me so much happiness and joy. It almost brought me back to that childhood. And um, he got it for me as a surprise. But it... it it is remembering what really does bring joy into your life and maybe splurging a little bit and buying yourself something that reminds you to be happy. Um, so I love, I love that. I love that tip. Live your truth and essence. And if you've forgotten who you are, think about what your favorite moments in childhood were. And that's where you'll find that truth and essence. So, Sheila, I want to get back to this book. Uh, You have a book being released in June called Bootstraps and Bra Straps. It's to help people get from that rock bottom place and get back on their feet, pick themselves up. So 
I would love for you to share some tips from that book because I know we've all found ourselves at some in some point in our life at this rock bottom state, this state where we just feel like everything's been taken away from us or things didn't work out the way we wanted to. Our dreams and hopes have been dashed and we're here in this state where we don't know how we're going to ever, you know, repair and make it out. Uh, what would you say to somebody who's feeling that rock bottom state or what would you say to those of us who know that maybe we aren't rock bottom right now, but we may hit it again? What are the tips that you have to share in your book? Okay, well, I created this formula called Boots. And Boots helps you kick any problem out of your way. So mm. I found that this formula um, works with both my clients and myself. Okay. So Boots it's the simple yet powerful method of redirecting one's thoughts and actions. It, Boots teaches the skills to quickly dissolve limiting beliefs and get one back into right action. It literally grabs the problem that's causing suffering by the bootstraps or the bra straps and helps them get back into action in any situation. So do I get a pick whether it's my bootstraps or bra straps? Well, the, the formula is actually, I've kept it short, so I just kept it to boots because okay. we're going to kick the problems out of our life. Oh, I love it. Okay, you know, so tell, tell me, what is this formula? Kick, I want to kick those okay. problems out of my life. <laughs> so um, the first letter is B in the formula boots. So B is for being. It mm -hmm. reminds us that during a time of starting over, being rock solid in your core values, life purpose, and vision will help you be the person you must be in order to be aligned to your vision in all we're called to do during that time of transition. So, um, Allison, for all those listening, right now, I would like you to pull out a piece of paper and divide it into three columns. Okay. And then I want you to write out on one side of the paper, number one, below that, number two, and below that, number three. Okay, so is this my very left column? I'm writing one, two, three, because I've got my paper divided yes. here into three. Okay, so one, two, three, got Correct. it. Okay. And I want you to think about three times in your life where you had to overcome something. Let's say it was the loss of a loved one, mm -hmm. loss of a job, or a relationship breakup. Whatever those three things were for you. And I want you to write one word next to each number that would remind you of a specific time in your life where you started over. Okay. And I want you to think about what you did. So for the middle column, that's where you're going to put what you did in one word to get through that situation. Just write that one word that defines the action step <laughs> that you had to take, like uh, connecting or yoga or prayer. I'm just, you know, giving some examples. And then finally, in that last column, I want you to write down the one word that represents the gift or the strength you gained from kicking that problem with your boot. Mm, so an that. example would be, just you know, to give you a clarity on this paper, an example would be for a relationship breakup. In column one, you may write that person's name. And in column two, you'd write yoga as what you did to help you get through that situation. And in column three, uh, you may write down non-attachment as the strength you gained from the specific experience. Okay. So the reason 
that this exercise is so important to get you back in right action is because it brings us back to our values and our life purpose. Okay, so can you like walk the, can you walk me through this real quick? I just want to make sure that I got this right. So one of the things okay. that I had to overcome in my life was, um, you know, 2007, uh, my husband at the time and I had built a house and mm-hmm. we, we built it to flip it and then – yeah, it was 2007, enough said. <laughs> and my uh-huh. husband at the time was also in construction. And so I found myself in this position where we were facing bankruptcy and foreclosure, and it we really hit that rock bottom. We had been doing so well until then. So the thing that I did to get over that was um, I actually decided that that was unacceptable, and I, I decided that I would go to work and do whatever it took to supplement that income so that we wouldn't have to declare bankruptcy or foreclose on the house. So so I wrote house in column one, and then I wrote um, became an entrepreneur in column three, or column two. And then what do I right. put in column three? Well, I mean, just from knowing what you do mm-hmm. and how you help so many people, I would think, you know, just the ability to help people and at the same time to model how you're living your essence and truth for your children. Mm, okay, I love so that. So, so what, that. what I learned basically was um, about myself was that I um, had this ability to work hard, teach other people, and have a good example for my children. I get it. So I love that. I love uh-huh. that formula because it really does remind me, you know, you take this situation, it kind of makes me feel like I can do anything now um, when I think about what I've been able to accomplish. And it's such a great reminder because I think sometimes when we're in the midst of hitting rock bottom or we have things that aren't going right in our life, we forget about the times when we've actually been able to overcome things that aren't going right. And we forget how uh-huh. strong we are and we forget what we've learned and the gift we've gotten out of that experience and how powerful is that I mean I think it's like the same reason why you've mentioned you've been to several Tony Robbins events I think it's the same reason why Tony Robbins has people walk on fire I went to his event and I walked on fire and then I remember (laughs) there were some hard situations that showed up in my life and this was just last month and I have had some hard situations Uh show up in my life in the past month and I thought well damn, I walked on fire. I can handle anything. <laughs> like, I mean, right. it just does give you that strength and that perceptive and the perception and the human mind is so funny. We get so lost in the moment and feeling uh, like we can't accomplish things and we forget about all the amazing things that we've done in our life. So, wow, it's a super powerful exercise. So what is, what is the, what are the other advantages that you see from people doing this exercise? Why, why should they do it? The reason that the exercise is so important is because it brings us back to our values and our life purpose. So the be in boots keeps us focused on the decision to stay solid in our core values. Mm. And like Tony Robbins teaches, it is in that moment of decision that our destiny is shaped. Mm, wait, wait, wait. Say that again. It's in our moment of... It's in the moment of decision that our destiny is shaped. So what does that mean when you're hitting rock bottom? What are some of the decisions that you had to make or that you've seen people make that are crucial? It's that point when you, like the example you gave when you said, okay, we could lose this house. We've Mm -hmm. had this shift, this terrible thing happened. And you decided that was, you weren't going to do anything. You weren't going bankrupt. You were going to, make that right. 
because you knew you had that in you. And you made the moment you made that decision, your house was saved. Yeah, wow. And you were able to go do your truth. You're right. Yeah. So it was that one moment of decision. Mm. Well, and this is such a great exercise to do too. I, you know, I, I had a situation even just last week where I I love that you, you say that it's in that moment of decision that your destiny is determined because I had this moment last week. I was actually had scheduled for like nine months to go to the play wicked with my daughter here in Phoenix. She's 17. Uh So excited to go with her. She's in theater. She was just looking for it. It's, you know, the Broadway production was coming here to Phoenix. And, you know, after I booked the tickets to go to this play that was now sold out, I had an opportunity to go and participate in an event in Utah. And it was an opportunity that I felt like I couldn't turn down. So I thought, well, I'm going to find a way to make this work. So what I ended up doing was finding a flight. The event was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday last week. And the Wicked play Uh was on Thursday night. So I found this flight um, on an airline that I won't name. And it was round trip, and it got me in, landed at 6.05 in Phoenix, and then I left the next morning at 6 a.m. so I could get back to the event by 9.30. Perfect flight schedule. Bought the tickets. I was sitting down Thursday about half an hour before I leave to the airport to go do my flight. I'm sitting down doing, literally signing a contract with a client, and I get a text Uh from this airline saying, your flight has been delayed till 8.30. You don't land till 9.25. And in that (laughs) moment, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. She has been looking forward to this for so long. And I Mm. thought about that, you know, that thought had crossed my mind, but I thought, no, you know, they'll be on time. And I just remember feeling like I wanted to cry. And and I had this client looking over a contract, and I decided right then and there, no. I told her I was going to be there, and I'm going to be there. And I, while he was looking over the, the contract, I hopped really quick on a website found another airline that was flying that got me in by the time I needed to be there, 6.10, so five minutes later, I booked the tickets right then, got on that flight, and made it there for the play. And and I remember thinking, (laughs) yes, you know what? I did not let that obstacle stop me. I had the same obstacle returning, because apparently if you book a round-trip ticket and you don't take your flight there, they kick you on the flight back, kick you off the flight back. So I had to do some other finagling the next morning to make it back to the event that I committed to be to. But but I, I took a moment to really celebrate that and thought, you know what, I have made I just made a decision and made it happen because that's what I had committed to and did not let that obstacle stop me. So I love what you're saying about decisions and it really is that decision. So for anybody that's listening right now that is thinking that they're in a hard spot in their life, um, how would you direct them in making a decision that's going to change or determine their destiny, helping them get out of that rock bottom? Well, I think that the most important thing would be to surround themselves with people that are going to support them through that Mm. because alone it's just really hard when you have the support of other people you're able to get so much more accomplished that's so hard for those of us who are used to supporting so many people to actually be the one that needs help that's hard sometimes Mm -hmm. right yes So, um, Allison, I'd love to share a quick story with you about a time I worked with an incredible woman. Oh, I'd love to hear One of the things I've learned is that women, especially when going through hard times, just need a community of support. 
So there was this woman that I worked with who was in complete mourning. After mm-hmm. her mother died, she wore nothing but black all the time. And she stopped working. She stopped oh, wow. socializing. And she was in a really terrible place. And it had been about two years that she was really stuck in that mm-hmm. place of mourning. Yeah. Wow, uh, two years after her mom died? Wow. Two yeah. Yeah, she really sometimes people get stuck in something. Yeah. If my mom's and watching, I'm was, sure I'd be mourning you for two years too, <laughs> I'm just saying. Go ahead. Yes. And so she was really stuck in this and you know, everywhere she went she's only wearing dark colors to express her mourning and the, the entire time. So after working with her to reconnect with her life, her goals and her values that she put down when she lost her mother, mm-hmm. I got a real surprise. When on the fourth time we had a coffee talk together, she showed up wearing these bright, happy colors. <gasps> and, and, yeah. Yeah. And she announced that she had just accepted a new job as a store manager. Mm. And it was a candle shop and yeah. she loves candles. And then thanks to our conversations that she was ready to get back into spending time, more time with her family and friends. Wow. So. That that was pretty much, you know, I watched her walk away. And then later in the summer here in Beverly Hills, we have these summer music concerts. Mm-hmm. And I saw her with her family, and they looked so happy because they were, you know, her children are now adults. And yeah. so they're all together. She's with her adult children. And although they lost their grandmother, they finally had their mother back. Wow. That is such <laughs> a powerful, powerful story. Um, I... I really feel like there is, is I feel that power behind what you're saying with community, with supporting each other, if we have these trials that we're going through. Uh, I want to hear more about your upcoming book. You're obviously a very wise and knowledgeable woman, Sheila, and you've made that decision to shape your destiny. And part of your destiny is sharing your message with those people around you, sharing this formula that you've not only tried, but that you've also shared with other people and their lives have changed through this book, Bootstraps and Bra Straps. When we come back, more with the amazing Sheila Mack. All right. <laughs> Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified. If you want to join the ranks of the influencers, you've got to think like an influencer. How about joining one of the top influencers in the world, Leonard Kim? 
for Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard and his guests discuss the topics that aspiring influencers need to know, from brand building to getting yourself published and growing your audience. There's a bunch of fun and even some twists involved to keep you on your toes. You just have to listen every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. Hello to my good friend Glenda, who is joining us today on Facebook Live and all our other Facebook Live viewers, along with our listeners who are listening through Voice America. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm just enjoying the show immensely with Sheila Mack. Um, she is an incredible individual. I wanted to mention something uh, as well. I have a I have a great friend, um, Shannon Hughes, who also has a radio show here on Voice America. I want you to look him up if you want to hear the show that I did with him last week. He really dove deep into my childhood and some of the things that have shaped me and what I'm doing today and uh, really enjoyed that interview with him. Enjoyed being on the other side of the microphone. It was kind of interesting for me uh, to be on that side. His show is called Movement Makers, and he has a new book out, which I was privileged to publish through my published com- publishing company, Speaker House Publishing, called Movement Makers as well. And so check out his show on Voice America. Wanted to put a plug in for him, and you'll find out a lot more about me. Also wanted to thank our dear friends at Arbon who have been helping me to feel young, look young, and feel healthy, and uh, keeping me on uh, confident and really feeling my best as I go on camera, and um, love this. So thank you so much for, for uh, everybody who's supported me. Today we're talking about creating support systems, especially when you hit rock bottom here with Sheila Mack. Some of the golden nuggets that I've taken out of our interview Uh, so far today are, of course, your formula for bootstraps and picking yourself up when you're in rock bottom. And part of that is just remembering the times that you've been in rock bottom and what you have done to get out of that situation and what you've learned from that. Part of that's just remembering how strong you are. Uh, Part of what I've learned today is uh, the whole piece about decisions. Really, decisions determine your destiny. And in that moment of rock bottom, you get to decide how you want your life to be. And I think so many of us go into that victim mode of, oh no, something's happening to me. Things didn't work out the way that I wanted. This happened to me. Uh, There's no way that I can control this. That is not true. You get to decide your own destiny. And yes, things happen and you have to be flexible, but you decide how you want to handle them. You decide where you want to go in life. And I loved hearing that from you, Sheila. And then I loved this last little bit that you were talking about for our Facebook uh, live viewers about just really showing up as yourself on social media or wherever you are. And part of that is is really living your truth and essence. And if you don't remember what that is, going back to your childhood, remembering what made you the most happy and uh, bringing that back into your life as an adult, because when you're in your truth and your essence, that's when you can really live to your fullest purpose and potential. So just getting so many gold nuggets out of the show today. So Sheila, I know your book isn't out yet, but when uh-huh. will it be out and how can I get a hold of it? Because I've learned so much from you just already in this 45 minutes of the show. So how can I get it? Okay. 
Well, um, there's there's a couple of different ways, but I have a special gift for the audience, the listeners here today. I'd like to give them the opportunity before anyone else has it to gain access at no cost to them to some pre-release chapters of my new book, (gasps) as well as to access the Bootstrap and Brawstrap's online community. So if you're listening and this resonates with you, I'd like to stay connected. And you will receive your free gift at no cost. Just go to my website, www.bootstrapbrawstrap.com. So www.bootstrapbrawstrap.com. I love that. Well, what a generous gift. Thank you so much for offering that. Um, And I know I'm definitely going to go and get mine as soon as the show is over. Um, When you get those chapters of the book, uh, what's in them? Uh, Can you give us a little sneak preview or can you tell us what we're going to get out of them? Well, what you're going to get out of them is some sneak peeks into how to actually start putting a a redesign or a life reboot into action. So if you're going through something or if you end up finding that somebody else is going through something, it it gives you just some extra tools to help them or yourself Mm -hmm. through it. And also in the community, we already have a large group of people showing up that are there to support each other so that when you do go through things and we all go through these waves in life that show up in our life, um, you're never going to be alone again. Now we have a, a, a community to support one another through all that. So what do people get from um, out of being in this community? Uh, are you supporting them? Do you provide information? Uh, and, and, and let me ask you this question, too, because this has been on my mind lately. I've heard the word community a lot, and I think people are trying to create communities and groups, and, of course, we all want to belong to a community. But tell me, what does community mean to you? Um, why, why would somebody want to be a part of a community and what's a good way to show up in that community? Okay. Well, community to me, I, I was raised by grandparents. It was, it was a time when in the past we had a family that was a system that was much more connected where my mother and and dad were next door to my grandparents and, you know, all the neighbors talked. So we are a little disconnected. And that's the thing about the internet is we can really connect and create that community of supporting each other, especially as women who, you know, instead of there's lots of times where women pick on each other or, you know, it's competition or if you're a stay-at-home mom and I'm a working mom, we're not going to talk or whatever. We have different values. But instead, where we can come together for a common goal and and that's the community I want to create so that uh, there is no being alone anymore. There's yeah. always somebody in that group, somebody that's going to call you out when you need somebody to say, hey, you know what, step up somebody that's going to support you through and listen to you when you need to just vent. And so that's the kind of community I've created. And it is actually for men and women because a lot of men have shown up because they're like, hey, I don't don't know what to do. I want to connect with a woman in my life, my mother, my sister, my, my wife. And I want to support her through these challenges and changes mm. that she's going through. So that's the kind of community. That's who's showing up is people that really want to make a difference and, and hold each other in a sacred 
space and help each other get through things in life. Yeah, I want to I want to bring up this point really quickly too because we, you know your book Bootstraps and Boss Shops obviously is focused on women. That your um, you know ideal audience for that book is women who are going through these life changes and and struggles. But mm-hmm. you know what do men do and how can they best support? I I have recently spent time um, with friends of mine that are married, um, obviously men and women um, that are. Are in have been in a long term marriage relationship, and they're redefining that a little bit. And one of the things that the man said to me that I thought was so interesting is he said, "What I've learned after being married to this um, woman for two decades is is that in order for me to grow and in order for her to grow, so that it's not this type of uh, relationship where we're codependent, I have to just be there and let her crumble sometime, and just know that I love her anyway. I can't always save her." Um, so I thought that was really interesting, and it got me thinking about the perspective of a man. How can a man best su- support a woman who is going through this life change, who is um, redirecting her life, who is feeling maybe like she's running into some challenges and maybe even hit rock bottom? What's the best way? What, how do you suggest that a man show up and support a woman in that, in that situation? Okay, well... The first thing is just to be present instead of trying to fix it, because Mm -hmm. sometimes as women, we don't or it cannot be fixed (laughs) or we don't want it fixed or we need to have that self-love and self-power to fix it ourselves. And we just need a man to be present and hold space and sometimes just listen and, you know, provide that, okay, you're tired tonight, we'll go out to dinner, or we're going to do something different, and, you, you know, you need to go travel and express yourself and try out a new career at this point because your other career has shifted. So that's when a man's presence is so important, and just to be aware of what's going on for the, the woman, his wife, or mother, mm-hmm. or whoever in his life that's going through this, this life shift. And then another important thing is to reframe, you know, going from, oh, this is happening to me, to reminding the woman in your life that this is happening for me. Oh, I love that. I remember going through a really hard time in my life and saying a prayer one time and and saying, God, what do you want from me? And just thinking in my mind, getting this really clear answer is if God was talking to me, it's not what I want from you, it's what I want for you. And so I love that men can show up in that supportive role too, just as a as a reminder that this may be happening for you, not to you, but for you. And how how can you use this or learn from this? And I think another important thing that men can do is to point out women's strengths. So my default when I'm going through rock bottom or something is I want somebody to come and fix it for me. I want a savior. But what I've learned is that if I can fix it myself, I have so much more strength and uh, and so much more happiness and feel so much more successful. Sometimes I don't need a man to come and save me. I just need a man to remind me of who I already am. I need a support that reminds me that I'm a goddess, that reminds me that I have all the gifts and tools inside of me to remind me how sexy I am or how awesome I am or, you know, and it's, it's that way that I feel most supported because then instead of feeling like a victim or feeling like I needed somebody to come rescue me or fix it for me, I'm able to solve my own problems, but I have someone standing there 
whispering in my ear and telling me and encouraging me along the way. And that's the kind of man that I want in my life. That's the kind of support system that I want. As tempting as it is to have someone just come and swoop in on their, you know, white horse and their armor and save the day, you know, I always find that I'm stronger and happier and better off if I've, if I've got the man who's fighting by my side. And, um, so anyway, that was I just totally got up on a soapbox there. Obviously, I feel strongly about that. <laughs> no, but, um, but it's it's so true. Yeah. And and my what as you were saying that this also resonates for moms who are shifting mm. to now the children are grown up and it's yes. that same thing where you can't fix everything for your young adult children where you need to let go. You can't be codependent. You don't want to mother them. You want them to figure out how to fall down and get back up and just love them through whatever it is they're going through so that they can figure it out and have the success of learning from that Mm. and getting stronger each time. And that's kind of a hard shift to do as a parent. I mean, with six kids, you know, it it wasn't easy to learn to do that, but I'm telling you, it's, they really, my kids all have told me how much they appreciated that space yeah. to be able to to do that and have their own successes. Wow, and you bring up such a good point that is so true as a mother. And so this is making me think, too, not only how can people best show up for me when I'm hitting my rock bottom, but how can I best show up for other people and their support system, too? And I think a lot of the times it's just, you know, that I was telling you, we both went and saw Michael Beckwith recently at that Agape Church, Mm -hmm. and there was a baby blessing, and Michael said something so profound. If you don't know who Michael Beckwith is, he was in The Secret, runs this big church called Agape, just brilliant, inspired man. And he said, to the parents of this child, he said, your job is to remind this child of who they are already. That is your job as a parent is to remind them of who they are and to love them unconditionally. It's not to change them. Is to remind them who they are. So beautiful show. Right. I can't believe we, it's already over. Um, we've got to go now. But Sheila, <laughs> tell to give us your website one more time because I know I'm going to be going there, and uh, you've offered us such a generous offer um, of a sneak preview of your book that's coming up in June: Bootstraps and Bra Straps. So let's end. What is the website? It's www.bootstrapsbrastraps.com. Thank you so much to fabulous Sheila Mack joining us all the way from Beverly Hills, California. I'm Allison H. Larson. Join us next week when we'll have another guest that's transformed their lives and is now working to transform the lives of others. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.